This is an exclusive House Ramirez and Dolo Darnell exclusive. Hey guys, this is House Ramirez. You already know what's up. We're here in Atlanta representing. Um, I'm here with Christian, um, you know, and he has amazing things going on here in Atlanta. And I just want everybody to know about it. Um, Christian, can you please go ahead and tell the audience who you are, where you're from? Tell us a little bit about yourself. Sure, sure. So my name's uh, Christian Limon. I'm an artist and founder, owner of Quali Gallery, Quali Studio Gallery, LLC. Um, I've been open here since April 2019. I'm Mexi Mexican-American. Um, so my parents are from Mexico. I was born in, in California, raised in, in Georgia, um, and mostly in a small town, and then so, spent a lot of time uh, in, in Atlanta, too. So I, I was raised in Atlanta uh, pretty much as well. Nice, nice. Yeah. Um, so, you know, as a fellow Tejana, I'm very proud to have you on my show. You know, I got to flip my hair when I say that. Um, you know, for many people that know me, I'm the Mexican chick, you know. So, yeah, born in Texas, raised here in Georgia, and it's definitely a flow. It's a vibe. Um, you definitely pick up on different cultures, you know. And I love Cali. What, what part of Cali are you from or what part of Cali were you born? Yeah, I was I was born in Los Angeles County, but most of my most of my brothers and sisters were born in, in like East LA General Hospital. Um, I, I think when when I was born, I was supposed to be born in General Hospital, but it was full, so they airlifted my mother to another hospital in Carson City. I was I think it's Torrance, no 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 Torrance, California, Carson Hospital. So. <laughs> oh wow! Cool, cool. Yeah. Dang, they had to give her the chopper. Run to the chopper. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I got family all throughout California, friends and families, the Bay Area, Oakland, uh, you know, uh, San Jose, San Francisco, moving down to L.A., Sherman Oaks, uh, then moving it down closer to the border in San Diego. And, it, you know, definitely California has a place in my heart. So that's dope that you're born there. You know, you have that rich culture close to our uh, borderline to our, our country, you know, our motherland. That's dope. That's super dope. Um, so, uh, you know, touching base on the gallery, um, can you tell us what it is that you do? Like you already told us the name and, and, you know, where we can find you, obviously here in Atlanta. But what do you do? Like dig into it. Let our, our audience know exactly what you have to offer. So uh, first year, what did I do was, was basically open up a, an art studio so this is a my, a my working studio and then also a place where i broker artwork for other people for other artists um first year i spent a lot of time hosting as a, as a venue host and then also curating different shows for for a single for individual artists and then also for a group shows for a, a group of artists you know it could be anywhere from like three to, to eight artists or something or 10 or 12 um, so, so right now what I'm, what I'm working on is actually pivoting into, into more art, art consultation, not only for, for, for collectors and art buyers, but for artists. So if emerging or established artists need, you know, different, they all have different needs. We all, we all have different needs, uh, as, as artists, because we're continuing to learn and we always need feedback and we, we need to refresh information a lot of the time. 
And so what, I, what I've been working on lately is art consultation, you know, getting one-on-one consultations with artists and gauging where they're at in their careers and what their needs are and, and finding the best way to, you know, tailor, tailor a, uh, a coaching with them really and, and help them out, you know? Um, Cause I think we all learn from each other and it's, it's really great when we all connect that way. Um, yeah. But yeah, so I've, I'm an art broker and, and I create, so I love to paint too. Oh, really? Wow. But, but you know, to our defense, we're naturally creatives, you know, well, to everybody has a thing, but the Mexican people, we're rich in music and in, in art. That's our thing. Like music and art runs in my family's blood. Like it's a no brainer, you know? That's facts. No, no, that's facts. Uh, We are we're the most, some of the most talented people. We it's, it, we have such a rich culture and we come from such a rich land. And, you know, it's a shame that, that you know, in colleges and, and in schools, even from, from grade school through high school, that you really don't, a lot of that gets pushed back. You know, a lot of the, the ancestral artistry, you know, that we have that, that rich culture, we really don't even hear about it. You know, the, the Chicano, Chicano culture, you know, and all of that. So we, we don't, of course, of course, you know, Leslie, you know, being from Texas and being a transplant from there to Georgia um, and myself, you know, my family coming from, from Mexico to California and then to Georgia. Georgia is a place where you don't really get taught about your Chicano history, about the art and how we influenced art. And then how, you know, the, 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 the ancestors also influenced art and, and a lot of culture, you know, uh, the Maya, yeah. the, the, the Aztecs, the Mexicas. Um, so yeah, you, you have to, we have to kind of, we've, we've taken it upon our, uh, ourselves to really learn and dive into that, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I agree. I agree. You know, um, it, my parents are immigrants and they're from San Luis Potosí, shout out San Luis Potosí, Mexico. Um, and they had the great migration to, you know, they, they took that chance. They took that risk and they succeeded. They came here and, you know, young 20 year olds and, yeah, they had me and my brothers, and I was born in Texas, proud to be a citizen, didn't know I was a citizen, didn't know I had privileges just for being a citizen of the U.S. um, because they didn't know. And I tell people all the time, I'm just very fortunate, very humbled, very thankful um, from, you know, about my family and about my beginnings. Um, we have to really understand where we come from. And I stress this all the time to understand where we're going, you know, until you feel that void, you'll never be whole. Um, and once you get to understand who you are and who, who, what blood you're carrying, then you get to fully uh, live and enjoy life and be a better version of yourself. Um, but yeah, definitely it was, you know, my parents, we grew up with a lot of black families, of course, um, we moved to Florida for a short while for a few years and there's a lot of Cubanos down there. So I was raised with a lot of Cubanos and African-American families. And then we moved here to Georgia when I was like eight and, you know, it was nothing but black families that we were around, you know? And I, the, the culture has definitely molded who I am, but in that process of appreciating the African-American culture, I have realized that I am not the same, you know, I am different. 
and where do we come from? Who are we? Who's our, you know, where's our lineage coming from, you know, and, you know, slowly but surely you start realizing that it's okay to be multicultured while you're being brought up but you really have to dig deep as to where you come from. When I asked my grandma that, you should have seen her face. She was like, like, you're interested? I'm like, yeah, like, what's your grandparents look like? What's your parents look like, you know? And it was a shocker. She was like, blonde hair, blue eyes, my mama. And I was like, what? (laughs) But um, you really have to take that step to understand who you are. And as, you know, as a Tejana, it's not always um, at our fingertips here on the East Coast. So it's beautiful that you're able to, to, you know, embrace that. Thank you. Thank you. No, no, no I, I think you're, you're spot on that, that we're, you know, we're actually, I mean, so we're surrounded by, by other cultures that we, that we're so influenced by too and i think that that us growing up because i grew i grew up you know with with black neighbors and black friends and then i i went to a predominantly black high school and and so it's just and then and then growing up in atlanta for most of my adult life it's you know we're 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 here and we're we're eventually we all start creating the culture together too so this is why 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 quali quali gallery quali is also just a um to uh, give a little uh, highlight on that is Kuali is excellent, the best, and Nawa. And so in the, in the Nawa language, um, which, which is the Uto Aztecan language, as you might know. And, mm-hmm. and so whenever somebody says the gallery's name, they're actually speaking our, our native language, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so I, and the purpose here is, is really to, to empower black and brown artists. You know, it's bridging that gap through art, really. Um, and I just love that. That's why I love what you're doing, Leslie. You know, and I think uh, I think it's amazing. So, oh, I appreciate that, Christian. But you know, um, someone that appreciates art a lot, it definitely it puts you to appreciate what others are doing. So I definitely appreciate what you're doing too. Um, it, it, that's the ultimate goal. Like, if anybody understands that's the goal we're all the same and you know I I tell people I'm not racist you know I I don't exclude other races out but predominantly my target audience my my soft spot is the Hispanic and the black community um because they have that the cultures have given me so much and it's a great part of who I am that that's why I feel moved to give back and I can see that you're clearly doing the same thing um but yeah it's we're all the same if we we cut ourselves (laughs) we all bleed the same we're all the same people um and I was telling someone about two days ago it's not about uh, a race it's about good or bad people you know at the end of the day when you lay your head down were you a good or bad person that day you know of course we're imperfect so little things come here and there but ultimately, were you a good person that day? Yes or no? That's all it boils down to. Doesn't matter what color you are, purple, green, yellow, blue, black, white. It don't matter, you know? Um, but yeah, that's super awesome. And then the fact that you were able to to host all these artists in, under the same roof, you know, I, I, you know, I did a little digging. So I did see how it's like a whole, it's a thing, you know, it's, it's, 
it's the thing, you know, to go out, hang out with your friends and appreciate artists and uh, just enjoy yourself, you know. Um, but yeah, that's super dope. And now you're actually a broker. That's phenomenal. You know, we always need somebody in our corner that actually understands what we're doing, has been there, has done that, can advise us, can suggest, can bring opportunities. And that's always good to have. Um, so yeah, that's super dope that you're doing that. Have there been any challenges that you've had to overcome as an entrepreneur in general? So challenges, uh, challenges as an entrepreneur. Um, I think last year, the, the, the challenges, like we all kind of faced the similar challenges. One, I I had to completely cut off all like in-person events, obviously. So a lot of, a lot of my, my revenue was, was, uh, generated through, through event based, you know, uh, revenue. So that, that was cut off completely. I was still actually able to, to sell artwork one-on-one. So that was, the interest was there, but even, even my efforts kind of slowed down on that just so I could see where, where I was going to, where everything was going to land. Um, so there wasn't even a big push for that. Um, but yeah, the challenges of an entrepreneur are, are every day, you know, you have to get up and, and be, be like, all right, the challenges for the day are some, some are the same and, and some, some shouldn't stay the same because you need to be knocking them out, you know, <laughs> but yeah. they, uh, yeah, definitely, definitely, um, having to, to cut off all of the, the events, you know, cause there was a lot, a lot of momentum with that right before mm-hmm. the pandemic. Mm-hmm. And, you know, uh, the pandemic definitely, um, opened new doors um, to opportunities. So you're used to doing something a certain way. Um, everything just came to a halt and it gave us the opportunity as creatives that we are to think of alternate ways to carry on events with still building that capital uh, while still servicing our communities. Um, but yeah, you know, um, it shouldn't slow you down. There's always uh, outdoor gatherings, you know, of course, you know that. Um, and also, you know, uh, digital people can, uh, digitally, uh, you know, like we do with the high museum of art, we can't go in there, but we can actually view it online for a fee, of course. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. So that's, that's actually what it pushed me to do. So I usually take a challenge and, and if it's, if it's something that, that's, that's in, in my way of achieving that goal, I, I know I have to get over it. There's no, oh, well, I, it's too big of a challenge. It's like, no, it's like, you got to find a, a big solution. You know, yeah. you have to really keep pushing and have that, that big energy behind that. Um, and, and not just overcome it, but like really thrive, right? Like really, like, mm-hmm. like really say F you to the, pro, to the challenge, right? Mm-hmm. So that's what I did. I, I focused, it put, put me more, it put me further into, into the, to the vision and the, and the business plan, to be honest with you for this. So I focused more on the online platform. I invested pretty much. I took a, I took a, I'm taking risks. We all take risks as, as entrepreneurs. Mm-hmm. I took a risk and put invested some money into the website. A lot of, you know, a, a little investment, but to, to get great quality, right. A great quality website. Mm-hmm. Um, that has reality capabilities or augmented augmented reality so where you can use your own space and look at a look at a painting um it's really nice it's a really great setup and and then also it pushed me to focus more on exclusive uh limited capacity private viewings for the artwork 
Mm. Um, it's funny because actually right now I'm, I'm building out some walls in the studio in the gallery. So this mm. is this is so it can change up the feel and then also um, so I can have better better shows and still keep the experience alive. You know, we have to do it in, in an ethical and safe way right now. So mm -hmm. so that's in the forefront of everything. But but I still want to be able to 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 have that experience ready for everyone that, that's ready to, to have it, you know, uh, in a safe way for now. Um, yeah. it, so it's, it's great. I mean, I'm still excited either way about, about everything, you know? Yeah. yeah, that's, that's amazing. And then the fact that there, there have been obstacles, obviously that's just keeping it real. And then you found ways to find a solution to those obstacles and keep pushing 10 times harder than you were before. You know, it's, it's, it's a learning opportunity really. You know, um, that's awesome. And, and it teaches us to keep pushing no matter what presents itself. There's always a, a way around it or through it. So, yeah, that's awesome. And that's entrepreneurship 101 for many of you guys that are listening. <laughs> if you don't know now, you know. <laughs> yeah. So let me ask you, what are three things that you have learned in your entrepreneur journey? So it doesn't uh, specifically have to be about art in the gallery, unless you want it to, but what are three things for our audience that are listening and really engaging into what you're doing? And maybe they're interested in endeavoring into leaving their nine to five and becoming their own boss. And they're listening and they, they need that push to, to go over the hump into entrepreneurship. What are three things that you have learned as an entrepreneur? Sure. Um... Wow, to narrow it down to three things is, is challenging in itself. But I mean, I would say is be committed, be all in, right? Be all in, be sure that of what you want to do, right? Mm -hmm. Learn sales. Everybody should learn sales. Learn sales, like just learn to negotiate your life and then you'll be able to negotiate a, a sale, you know? Mm -hmm learn sales and just don't give up. If you really want to be an entrepreneur, if you really want something, just don't give up. Mm -hmm. And those, I mean, three things, I mean, those are three things really, but. Unless you want to go deeper into that. I mean, you know, no, this is, this is that, the spotlight for you. Yeah, like. No, no, no. <laughs> no, no, I insist. <laughs> I don't know. No, no, no. We, I don't know how long we have. No, just, <laughs> uh, you, you know, for many of you guys that are listening right now, I just got grilled on my own show before we aired by Christian. He's like, <laughs> I don't know what's going on, but it's very rigid in your email. And I was like, hold up, partner. You know, we just got to have stipulations. But uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm going to call it what it is, Christian. You over here, I you grilled my ass out. <laughs> this is your platform. I have to respect you and your platform. I'm a guest. You know, I yeah, don't... of course. But the spotlight's on you. You know what? We're not gonna do this, okay? I'm not, <laughs> I'm not, back and I'm forth. not gonna be like F your couch. It's not F your couch time. I'm your guest, okay? <laughs> oh, too funny. But yeah, you know, we we need to understand that um that we are our own drive. We're our light, and we have to understand that we're great at what we do. Or even if we want to do something, we haven't done it yet. We're great at what we're feeling the nudge to do. Um, for many of us that are already entrepreneurs, uh, you definitely are a key component to motivate us to keep doing what we're doing. And also for the ones that are up and coming, uh, a great motivation to, like I mentioned, get over that hump. 
Um, there's nothing wrong with actually believing in yourself and your creative mind, whatever you have to offer to bring to the table. Um, and once you actually put it out there, the universe is ready to pull it and spread it around. And like you said, knowing sales, whew, for many of people that are, have been in retail or any type of customer service uh, position ever, you understand that sales is what gets you the money, you know? So, uh, yeah. And once you start to, you leave nine to five to push your dream, your income is all based off of how much you push your own dream to provide for yourself. So ultimately you're providing for yourself and then giving back to the community. So it's just a big old circle. You know, we, we give to ourselves to give to others. We got to be full to pour into others. And it just circles around, you know, that's beauty. No, I, I completely agree. I completely agree. And that's, that's great that you brought up this, you know, retail jobs and, 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 you know, leaving your nine to five to do that. Um, one quick thing I would say, yes. Number four, to add to that list is find a mentor, right? Because you want to find a mentor, somebody that's going to catalyze you and, and help you along the way. And, and then you want to give value back to that person too, whenever you can, mm-hmm. you know, if you can, but you know, just find somebody that, that, that's, that you, you can trust and that has, you know, you want to look at their accomplishments. So that counts a lot too. somebody that's already accomplished and doing what you, what you're doing, or at least some aspect of that. But yeah, going mm-hmm. to the retail thing, um, I would say, yeah, use your, whether it's, a, a, you know, a moderate or kind of, uh, even if it's a low income job, if you're getting some kind of income or even a high income job, you got your degrees and everything, use that money towards putting it into your business, into yourself and, and, and elevating, promoting yourself basically. Um, and I would say that it's super important that while you're working for other people, while you're working that retail job, whether you're selling cars or selling selling a, a, a handbag at a, at, a, at a, you know, at a retail store or something, at a high-end store or something, anywhere. If you're selling insurance policies or if you're selling shoes at Payless, you know, take that. Uh, take rest you- in peace, Payless. I just want to say that. Rest in peace, All Payless. Right. Yeah, it's it's already it's already blocked. It got blockbuster. I don't even know. What I pay, you know, what I mean? but, <laughs> but I get what you're saying. Sorry, back to I, the topic. I, I don't know. I don't know that it exists. Dang, R.I.P. Bayless. But yeah. shout out to my mom because she would. You know what I'm saying? She would buy us on. She would take care of us on a budget. Me you know too. Me too. <laughs> Who are you talking to, Christian? You know, <laughs> we already know what's up, Kmart. You know, Kmart. <laughs> you know, thrifting. That's my thing now. Growing up, I'm like, wow all my childhood endeavors that I used to hate are now my thing growing up. Like, okay. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So no, I mean, so just that, I mean, just take those jobs and take what you're learning, interacting with people, the rejections, the rejections, take all of that and and learn and take off with it, man. Like make it count. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So how would you say that taking that leap of faith, into entrepreneurship, betting on yourself, so to say, what would you say that, how that has changed your life? How has entrepreneurship changed Christian's life? Yeah, it's, it's more of like influencing because everything kind of, you know, either I would say more like influencing, right? How is it influences like and changed me because it has changed me. I think it's made, made me more resilient and grateful more resilient i think and then 
the ability to to endure and just be tough in different situations you know and yeah and and and, and the creativity part too it just keeps you creative keeps you on your toes and, and here's here's the biggest i think one of the biggest things about about entrepreneurship too is like at least for me and i think other people can relate is that that it gives you a thirst for life more too like you learn to be like wow this is like what I want to do, like, I want to, I want to be on the edge a little bit and then have successes too, you know? So. Yeah. Yeah. I would definitely agree. Um, you know, people are like, what, what's your plan? Like, what's the floor plan? Like, you know, I'm like, I don't know. I got to think of it next. <laughs> My next great adventure. I'll have to think it up, you know, cook it up. Um, so it just, it, it opens up the door to life to enjoy it from your perspective, enjoying what you do and what you do best. Um, you know, and then when you become good at it, you can spread it around. And like we mentioned earlier, it's not just okay. a local thing. It becomes a worldwide movement. Um, but yeah, it, it just, it, you know, I, I don't know scientifically if this is real, but I'd be feeling it all the time that entrepreneurship like my business and just the drive I have for what I'm doing it uses both sides of my brain you know how some people say oh sometimes we're dumb because we only use one side or a fraction of our brain nah entrepreneurship is actually using all parts of that motherfucker up here like all of it and I'm like oh my god (laughs) like you could break your head sometimes you know just trying to saw something or it's just it really puts those bubbles or not bubbles the butterflies in your stomach just the adrenaline kicking in because you understand that you're working on something great and it's coming to life, you know? So it's all those different emotions. Um, It definitely changes your life and your, your perspective on life and how you treat others too. Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Oh man. More self-aware of of a lot of stuff. You, you, you start to see um, blind spots, there's like a mirror put on some blind spots a lot of the time when you're an entrepreneur on, on your, the mirror is on yourself, on how you interact with people, on your relationships, you know, cause there's a lot of, I mean, shit, there's a lot of confrontation in, in entrepreneurship too. And, and one, you rule of, not really a rule of thumb, but, but what I strive for is always just being able to work with people wherever they're at, mm-hmm. you know, meet them, meet them where they're at and then work with them, you know, just to get it done or have for the greater good or for whatever the end goal is, as long as it's, it's ethical and it's all good and going, I believe in it, you know, it's like work with people. And, and, and there's been times where, where you, where I feel like, damn, I failed in that. I failed in, in that relationship, right. You know, in that business relationship or even personal relationship, mm-hmm. but, you, but you have to like entrepreneurship, really kind of it puts at least for me like I'm like shit like I gotta self-reflect on this really you know because I don't want to go through that again like, you know? or I don't want to put somebody through that again or something you know you just got to yeah. be considerate so entrepreneurship does that I think too mm-hmm. and it does do that at times you know or actually most all times it, yeah. it just it pushes you to be a good person um, yeah. Of course, nobody's perfect. I, I I be telling people all the time, like if you looking for Mister Perfect, he ain't real. If you looking for Mrs. Perfect, she ain't real. You just gotta stick with somebody's baggage and stick with them and stick it out. 
Um, sure. And same in entrepreneurship. There's going to be shitty ass business owners and you just got to, you know, be able to work with it or not work at all, you know, and be the best person you can be because at the end of the day, you're representing your brand and you want to stand on good grounds regardless of how others' dealings are with you on a business mindset, you know. But yeah, you know, and, and we do try our best as uh, creatives. Um, you always have to steer clear of people that are trying to use you because once, you know, you're starting off and you have this light about you um, in general, all entrepreneurs, you have this light, you know, you, your purpose has been sparked and we're all placed on this earth for a certain thing to do for others, a, a purpose. And once we realize what that is or we start gravitating towards that, we become a light something sparks and positive energy and that light always attracts good and bad. So we have to be able when to like mm -hmm. Heisman, the bad and accept the good. And even when we don't know how or when to Heisman, the bad, it comes, yeah. it confronts us and how to move through that in the best way possible. We can't always save our relationships and that's just being honest, yeah. but you walking away how did you walk away? Did you walk away the best person that you could be? Did your brand stand on good terms, regardless of what was said or done, you know? Right. But always watch your back because when you're doing things in purpose, um, you're always going to radiate and um, attract good and bad vibes. So always have to protect yourself because at the end of the day, you're protecting yourself um, to be a better version of yourself, to give into your company to give to the community so it could circle back around. I 100%, 100% agree. Like seriously, mm -hmm. that's your spot on. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I agree. So I want to tell you, like, what do you think um, from your life? Of course, everybody endures things differently in life, um, but we all pretty much live life the same way. You know, we're teenagers uh, trying to understand life, think we know it all, young adults, you know, uh, you know, something switches and we become entrepreneurs and the lights on us, we have great energy. And then we're going into adulthood. Like we all live that phase, you know, the, do, 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 the ladder, you know, from baby to adult, but the way we navigate in life are different, might be similar to a certain extent to others, but um, we still are different in our own way. Um, what would you think that would, uh, coming from your point of view, based off of what you lived, um, would make the world a better place, of course, from your point of view? Sure. I think just better communication amongst each other and inter like interconnectedness focus on interconnectedness rather than rather than than the individual uh needs always you know i mean i think that's so broad too to say but i think just just better communication right mm -hmm. that's it I, like if it, i think that it would start with that we would all we would all have better quality of of you know uh better quality society in general you know a, Govern, governing and 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 differences between between groups of people like all of this tri tribalism that we've seen in the past you know really eight years ten years or whatever you know it's, it wasn't mm -hmm. just in the past four years really you know um mm -hmm. but there's a lot of tribalism you know 
it seems like I'm, I'm, I'm kind of a hippie at heart. So I love peace, you know, and I feel like there's always wars going on and, you know, and I think everything does start with communication with yourself. So it all starts with the self, better communication with yourself, better communication with your partners, better communication within your group of your family, your friends, your community and your country, everything, you know, between countries. Mm -hmm. So I think that's it. Just better communication. Yeah. You know, uh, the more I speak to more creatives and like-minded individuals, um, that has surfaced a lot in conversation. Uh, The main point that resurfaces over and over again, when this question is asked, of course, we're many different people in many different ways living life. Um, Communication is the one that rises above all as the key component to becoming a better people in general. That's super awesome. You know, you definitely know you're doing something right when the dots start connecting more and more frequently, you know? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, pretty much, you know, our parents did the best that they could um, with everything that they had, the resources that they had. But, you know, in the Spanish community, women, we tend to help our daughters be more domestic. So cooking and cleaning and, you know, attending to the family, helping mom, that's our main goal. And then for little boys, it's go outside, run around, help dad, you know, with the car chores. Um, But we never really focus on properly communicating with others, you know, and communication is very big. We do that every single day, whether it's ordering something from a restaurant menu or uh, calling your loved one just to telling them that you miss them, speaking to a business partner. Um, It doesn't matter what it is. We constantly communicate with others and knowing how to do it effectively. Um, the right way is important. Um, I, I think a lot of uh, miscommunications as well as problems could be solved if the proper energy was put into communicating with one another. Um, and, and, you know, to a certain point, I, I started realizing uh, you can't keep saying, well, my parents never taught me that. It comes to the point where you got to pick up the baton and you're a grown as adult. It's, it's about time that you start taking a responsibility for being away from the opportunity of learning how to speak to others and you taking the uh, initial step to actually becoming a better communicator. Um, so, yeah, I think that it would solve a lot of problems. So um, I always want to pick entrepreneurs' minds, you know, just because we live life you know, differently. And I want to ask you, what pieces of advice do you have for entrepreneurs and up and coming business owners? You know, um, it doesn't matter what product or service they may have. Christian, what do you have to offer as advice for our youth? So, yeah, I would say a tip for young entrepreneurs is definitely going back, you know, to the thing about sales. You want to learn sales. That's just hands on. You have to do that. And really, you know, if, if you can, yeah, it's, it's good to learn, just learn, get into a business that uh, immerse yourself into that, into that business, whatever, mm-hmm. whatever your, your, your industry is or whatever you want to do. Um, it's just super important to get those mentors and, and have a plan. You know, mm-hmm. if you're, if you're doing like a startup, you know, like a startup or technology, 
your, your business plan is good initially, but there's going to be so many things that are going to change. You know, it's not, it's not like for, for traditional business, I think from what I know. Uh, but if you're, if you, if you have like a small business and that business plan is going to be important, you know, that executive mm-hmm. summary, the, the business and really sticking to it. Um, now you don't want to stick to it so much that you're going to shoot yourself in the foot. That's also mm-hmm. the thing you have to be good at navigating and, and adapting. Um, but you want to have a clear vision of how you're going to get from point A to point B and, and then start taking the little steps to, to hit these goals, these markers around that. And, and, and know that it's a journey, you know, mm-hmm. know that it's a journey to, to be an entrepreneur and, and you just have to really have the passion, right? You have to have a passion. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Um, that passion comes from purpose, you know, and then once you do all the nitty gritty for the business, um, your purpose is definitely pushed by passion to flow into bigger things. And like you mentioned, always be open and willing to learning. Um, we really can't grow as individuals or as a business if we're not receptive or humble enough to take criticism. Of course, you can't listen to everybody's. Um, but accept criticism and accept pointers and just be humble and open to learning. Um, it's part of life. It's part of business. You grow, you know, and you definitely don't want to shoot yourself in the foot just um, being so rigid with business that you forget to have fun. That's initially what started everything. You know, you yeah. wanted to feel free and fun and, and just you. So stick to you, stick to your plan. Um, and always be flexible and humble to learn. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I, I love I love that you said that that you ha- that, that you have to remember to have fun. You know, mm-hmm. have to remember to have fun, and, and that's what comes down to like choosing your like you said your purpose and being on on purpose and and on your passion. All of that's going to be so rewarding. Like that's why I'm being an entrepreneur is great. Uh, an entrepreneur uh, is it's great. You know, it's because, um, yeah, you, you go through all of the ups and downs, but it's so rewarding, right? You get such mm-hmm. satisfaction seeing, seeing something through and seeing, seeing all, all of your hard work pay off. Like to me, there's nothing like it, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, ultimately you're patting yourself on the back, believe it or not, you know, you're, yeah. you're reaping the rewards of all your sleepless nights. Of course you don't, you don't, you shouldn't get off your schedule and not sleep at night all the time. But as an entrepreneur, sometimes when people are sleeping, um, you're up and figuring things out and always, you know, always focus on just being free with your purpose. Um, Mm -hmm. I love that. Um, So at the end of my show, I always do this thing and I hit people with surprise um, because I'm big on shout outs. I'm big on, you know, shouting out, putting spotlight on people that are actually in my corner and helping me out. Um, I'd like to know who Christian wants to shout out, like who has been in your corner that you want to go ahead and give a holler to? Yeah, just have to say my family, you know, my parents and my brother and my two sisters um, we're a family of six that, you know, I, I thank God. I, I think, I thank the great spirit. I think the universe that we're all still so connected right now. And they've always been in my corner. Like they've always supported me. Um, of course, you know, your parents are always going to be your parents. So they, they tell you to go one route, but when they see that you're putting in the hard work and that you're serious and that you're committed, they, you know, they, they really 
if you're fortunate enough, they'll show up for you. But I, I, I know that I can be grateful for that because not a lot of people have that. So shout out to my parents, shout out to my immediate family and, and just the great artists, the great artists that have trusted me with, with their work. And um, these are people that I, that I trust as well. So there's like a, a mutual, mutual trust and relationship. Um, shout out to like King Pop. King Pop, he's, a, he's an Atlanta artist here. He's, he's been a, a big mentor and inspiration to me. Um, I, I broke some of his artwork, but I mean, he's just, he, I learned so much from him. I've learned so much about myself through, through listening to him and, and, and watching and, and just, and staying shut up. Sometimes you just got, sometimes you just got to shut up and learn. So he's, he's somebody that, that, that's taught me a lot. Shout out to King Pop and, um, shout out to Mark Kedrick and, and all the, all the artists that have helped me here, all the, uh, GW Harper, uh, Gigi, she's a, she's an artist that, that's been here around the go farm for a while. Michael McCullough. Um, so these are people that, that, that I started with here. Uh, some of the first people that had their artwork in the, in the gallery, you know? Mm -hmm. So, and, and so I, and I, and I think that I'm progressing too. So as I progress, I always want to be grateful for those things. So I appreciate you giving me the opportunity to shout people out. Oh, yo, it's always a blessing. <laughs> ah, you're going to make a bitch blush. Um, <laughs> But you know, it's true. Back to what you were saying, when your family initially, and here I go again, like a broken record, we tend to be the black sheep of the family that turn into the goat. So initially, you know, stepping out of this box that society gave us to run with the nine to five, um, stepping out of the norm might not be something that's so, um, very applauded by our family initially you know I, I i've been blessed to have my family back me up but sometimes there's a little of a challenge because they don't have that vision to understand what you're doing um but once you you know you catch whiff and you start flying people start to understand oh this is what she was talking about this is what he was trying to do you know um and we always got to push through that so entrepreneurship and owning your own business is not easy, but it's definitely like you mentioned, rewarding. Um, and it pays off, you know, it pays off. Um, so yeah, shout out to your family and shout out to all the creatives that are in your corner. Um, I'm blessed to and humbled to have you on my show. I'm so excited about this and, you know, many more things, great things to come, um, for you, Christian, I'm very proud of you. It's a true honor to call you, uh, a I would dare say a paisa, <laughs> you know, uh, a sure. comrade in the struggle of entrepreneurship, you know, blood, blood. No, I'm playing, not, no <laughs> gangs, but you know, all Mexican blood, 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 gang, gang. <laughs> all right, for life. Eh? Yeah, amigos for life. <laughs> uh, no, I but, got to, again, I mean, I, it's uh, my gratitude to you for, for creating a platform and, and, and bring, being that magnet, right? Being that magnet because of your, your great energy and, and what you're putting out there. Um, I, I feel that. And, and I, again, thank you to you as well. Thank you so much. I appreciate you, Christian. Well, this is not going to be the first time that you're going to be here. The only time, uh, of course, is the first time. Um, but the more you evolve, which I'm excited to be part of, you know, being a customer of the new website that you're talking about and just being able to partake in that, I'm, I'm going to dive into that. Art is a big part of my life and it's only right. So I'm looking forward to all the great things that you have um, for us now and in the near future. 
And yeah, we'll bring you back onto House Ramirez when you have more projects because they're only coming. And, you know, I'm just honored. So thank you for being here. And until next time. Thank you again, Leslie. You're amazing. And I wish you much success. I know that you guys are poised for a lot of success this year as well. Oh, thanks. Yeah, I'll go ahead and put all your hashtags, all your um, your names for all social media handles down below uh, this video, the audio, and also um, in the article. So everybody can go ahead and just click and join what you have to offer us. So thank you. Thank you so much. Yeah. All right. Bye, Christian. Peace. Make sure to follow House of Ramirez on all social media platforms.